What's up, podcast world? Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. It really means the world to us. Just a reminder, you can always connect with us or message us at our website, billyandjennifer.com, and we would love to get back to you and connect with you that way. And while you're listening right now, if you could just take a moment and write a review, tell us what you like most about the podcast, hit a few stars, that'd be awesome. It means a lot to us. Thanks. How's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers to you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers Cheers to Vic the Sound Chick. We're just chilling here in uh, Coffee Talk studio. Cheers, Capone. Just doing our thing. Hope you're doing well. If you're driving or you're quarantining or you're sitting in your office or you're... Where else would Taking people? care of the babies. Sitting on the toilet. That's a great place to listen to podcasts. Is it? Taking a walk. Sure. Yeah, probably people walking, doing yeah. fitness. Although we don't go to gyms anymore, we have actually. I don't. I don't think we'll renew our gym membership. Here's what I have learned about quarantine: when I go to the gym, I I, I get the temptation to like lift heavy weights, bench a lot, you know, bum around with the with the beef heads. Hey, how much are you like pressing? You know, like I. And so I don't do the <laughs> I don't do the lifts that I should do since we're in quarantining because we don't have a gym in our house. You start doing the core stuff. I've been doing abs, push-ups, pull-ups, and cardio. Nice. Which none of that is very fun. I love push-ups. Pull-ups, I just hang there. <laughs> but I realized like that's actually what I need to do. Like cut weight, slim down. I don't need to be benching a few hundred pounds and leg pressing all the like I don't need to be doing any of that stuff. Curling. I mean, that's great and I kind of miss it, but I think we're just gonna kind of I like I like it a lot. I like all the core workouts. You must miss the gym. That literally is your church. Okay, well, that's a little too extreme, but um, I don't miss Fitness the gym. is your God, and the gym is your church. <laughs> I do love and enjoy fitness. And so what have you been doing? It's all, well, there's so many great apps now these days. I mean, you can even just, you know, save little Instagram workouts, which all the girls are doing these days, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. But you know what the truth is, is I've got these stairs in our backyard, uh, which are like probably 200 stairs up. It's not our backyard. You mean like... I treat it like my backyard. Yeah. You know, I, t- I don't want people to think we have a backyard with 200 stairs. 200 like, stairs up, 200 stairs podcast down. Podcast life is balling. Do that eight times. You've got a good workout. You know, some push-ups, some Do core. that one time you have a good workout. Orange Theory on YouTube. Yeah, that's your thing. Okay, Vic the sound chick, no joke. Yeah, works out it. probably more than I do no, right now in this no, season. No one works out more than you, but Vic gets She's she doing like four hard. to five miles a day. What do you do? Seven days a week. Not 45. 45 four miles to a five day. miles a day. Um, I'm, I started something this morning. I'm, I'm going to do 500 push-ups today. So five. Oh, yep. Is that possible? We're about to find out. <laughs> How many have you done already? Eighty. And I typically do about a hundred. And it's eight forty-six a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just warming up. So you know, it's no, not a big that's deal. pretty impressive. I don't there. know too many people. Speaking of do fitness 50. and working out, I miss little Ren Ren. Our little Sharen girl. Little Sharen. She's been gone for almost two weeks. Yeah, she's been in Orlando with our family down there. Love you, fam. Um, she went to Universal Studios, right? Yep. And now yep. she's in Jacksonville, Florida. Which hashtag best time to go to um, amusement parks is right now they're fifty percent capacity, so you literally wait on zero rides. Yeah, I, I honestly, we should go because I'm not even into it though. I think half the thing, uh, half of the issue for me about Disney is the lines and all the people, and I think if there wasn't so many people, I'd probably be into it more. It's definitely just let's go. 
<laughs> it would be an even happier place. <laughs> it was the happiest place on earth, but now it would be even happier. Actually, I am tempted to do that. Let's go. Vic, you're at Disneyland. You like, you're it. like a child. It's magical. I'm actually down to do this, man. A little Ren Ren just texted us in our family text while we're on this. He goes, I miss you guys so much. (gasps) Little Ren Ren. (laughs) You miss her. I can tell. I do. I miss my daughter. You've been missing her. Well, we have a good routine together. We we watch our shows. We like go on walks. We do drives. We do Safeway runs. Um, go to the local grocery store. <laughs> That's been a new thing since quarantine. Where else do you go in this life? We get coffee on you're... the. We all get coffees on the regular. She's always down for a good lake moment. Like you just want to go to the lake, jump in, go swim for a bit. She's fun like that. So yeah. she's tons of fun. All so right. What are we talking about on this uh, beautiful um, babe, day? I've been. I've been. I have been intrigued by the thought recently. I don't know where I came across it. We probably referenced it multiple times on this podcast, but. Committing to the long game, but living in the moment. And I feel like that is the only way to do life. And I feel like we've done a pretty good job of that in certain areas. And I think you can apply that whole principle to multiple areas in life. Like commit to the long game, meaning like we're in this for the long haul. So for instance, like if we're talking about marriage, you know, um, relationships, if you're talking about goals and dreams, or if you're, if you're a startup business, like we have to commit to the long game, which means we plan for the long game. We think things out. You're not going to get everything right now. It's not going to be perfect right now. It's not going to be actually the way you want it to be right now. Like, Commit to the long game. But in that, also force yourself to live in the moment. If all we're doing is committing to the long game and the end destination, like that can be very tiresome. You never feel any reward. You never feel any you know, you never feel refreshed. You never feel like you're fulfilled. So we have to, at the same time, as we're committing to the long game, patience, we have to also live in the moment, which is, you know, like enjoy the journey. Totally. So um, I feel like we've kind of lived our lives that way. I feel like we've been better at it in certain seasons. Like, would you feel, would you say we were better at that in our 20s? Because we did do that in our 20s. Or would you say we're better at it now in our 40s? I would say we've gotten better over the years. You would, yeah. I think we did do a decent job in our in our twenties, um, because I think a lot of the decisions we did end up making in our twenties, by the grace of God, we we made choices that would affect the five, the ten, the the fifteen year plan. You know, we weren't making you know instant gratification choices where it's like, oh, boom, I want this, so I got to buy it now, and we we get into major debt. So there was. I don't know. Now that I'm talking, I think as I'm thinking through, I think, yeah, we've done a decent job even in our 20s. But I think it's been easier in our 40s to to step out, make make some decisions. Which we're only a couple years in. Yeah. Well, in our mid-30s. Mid-30s. 40s. Yeah. I feel like mid-30s are like the early 40s. Um, I'll say this. I feel like in our 20s, we were better at living in the moment. We did commit to the long game, but we lived in the moment for real. And in our 40s, it's easier to commit to the long game because we've seen it play out before. So we know like, okay, things play out. So, and we have to be, I still think we're good at living in the moment, but we've had to be very intentional about living in the moment because I feel like in your forties, you have the same energy as you did in your twenties, but you have all this wisdom and experience. So when we go, like we go hard and Mm -hmm. we don't just like if, in my 20s, things I did, if I hit 50% of the time, in our 40s, things we do, we're hitting like 85% of the time. Like we're, we're actually hitting the mark. Our aim is better. We're more, we're more strategic. We don't just work hard. We work smart. You know what I'm saying? Totally. So we've had to be a lot more intentional about living the moment. 
take a lake day. And speaking of today, we're recording this on August 15th. Today, I just saw this on social media. Today is National Relaxation Day. <laughs> is it, is, there's National Everything Day. <laughs> like, can I just nominate National Computer Does Day? Does every word national, in the dictionary get a day? Literally, National Throw Pillow Day. Go to the bathroom day. day. Yeah, yeah, national, national Toilet Day. I'm going to color and coloring book day. Like, like, who, I, that's great. It's the Why most randomest. I'm not mad about it, but who? Relax. Who <laughs> Who deems it? Wait, national. How does he get a national title? Mad at did someone just national, say that? Um, don't go to school day. Like I don't mm. know. Like we can just make. We already make had that. Up. We have national. Don't go to school year. <laughs> national online us. school. You know, like it's um, like a real thing. Who gets? Who gets who to call nominates? it that? Yeah. Who is like? Who, who made national donut day? Who made national coffee know, day? I think there's two national donuts. There's literally a committee. Yeah. Committee. A committee sitting in a room making national days for us. Uh, really? Yeah. It's like yeah, National Wear they? Purple Day. Does Jay Z sit on that board? And National Wear, like who are the people that no make those decisions? Day. Is it the is it the Illuminati? <laughs> Do the Illuminati get to make? The, is it Beyonce, Jay Z, and who are some other Illuminatis? Um, okay. okay, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Okay, anyway, so in that line, babe, committing to the long game, but living in the moment. Why don't we Why don't we break that down for? our relationship for marriage. Cause I feel Ooh. like marriage by definition is committing to the long game. Right. Yeah. And so if you're married, if you think about getting married, that's a long game. Like it doesn't get any longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so lovely. Yeah. Sounds so encouraging. And exciting. <laughs> like, wow. I can't wait this to get involved. This is going to be a fantastic podcast. But it is also, Hang in there, I feel friends. like marriage is there. like the best way to truly live in the moments. You know, every moment in marriage, it's my perspective, becomes awesome. We were talking to a young couple that recently got married, um, and they were talking about the novelty. Like, they've been married, I think, for a year or two years. Anyone who's been married right now, if you're in quarantine, you can add two years to it because quarantine literally forced young married couples or just newly married couples to fast forward, speed up, like everything, like they've dealt with so many things. They've had more conversations in quarantine and dealt with more issues in oh, quarantine than the they have in two years because you were just all around each other, right? So yeah. any marriages that have made it through quarantine, first of all, cheers to Bravo. you. Bravo, yes. And Can you're we just so cheers it up on much that one? Cheers, married, for it. Like, young married couples. We've grown leaps and bounds, ladies and gentlemen. All of us have. Um, so marriage is the long game, but how have we committed to the long game and which we have, we're 23 plus and mm-hmm. doing all right. But just doing also all right? living, no, we're doing great. <laughs> um, also living in the moment, like mm-hmm. making so that marriage doesn't become the long haul. I did call it long game. I don't want to call it the long haul. I don't even like long run because I don't want to run for long distances. <laughs> so I, I was very specific. It's a game, <laughs> it's not, but like the long game. But how have we lived in the moment? So, okay, I'll, I'll kind of say a statement, then you go with me. I feel like along those lines, be faithful always and flirt more now. I love that. So committing to the long game is being faithful to each other always. But living in the moment for us, and we've literally done this, is flirting more now. And when I say flirting more now, I'm talking about with each other. And <laughs> we, I feel like... I like when you flirt with me. I feel like we're pretty good at this. And, I, and people say, like, how have you kept, like the freshness in your marriage. Like we'll go, we'll go, we'll double date with young couples. Um, I keep saying young, but newly married couples, but a lot of them are young, 20s, 30s. Um, And we're just as like, they'll be like, dude, we're just as kind of flirtatious with each other. It's kind of like, and I think one of the reasons is I think we genuinely love each other, but also 
we've, we're pretty good at flirting. So mm-hmm. babe, what are some of the ways, do you agree with that first of all? Yes, I do. We flirt a lot. We have our moments where we don't, but we do have, I would say majority <laughs> of the time we flirt a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. we don't flirt perpetually. <laughs> Like we so do, annoying. we have our moments where we don't. Yeah, we also have our moments where we're not using the restroom. But I'm talking about like we're In pretty, general, yes, we're pretty consistent 100%, about flirting. Hundred percent. Some of the ways we flirt with each other. What would you say? Um, I just think like it's little things. You know, I think for depending on personalities, you know, some, some people are more reserved, some are less, you know, like they'll just grab each other's butts and kiss in public and they're not embarrassed by it. And some couples are extremely embarrassed to kiss in public or grab each other's butt. Can I say this in general? I think grab the butt, grab the butt, learn to be more comfortable. <laughs> we just go right in. Dude, that learn, is so the title. That is the so the title of this podcast. Grab the butt. But grab you, the butt. But let me just say this. Like, um, I think as, as a, a wife, no matter what, uh, your husband loves those little like flirtatious moments where you might hit him on the butt or like whisper in his it's ears. A real theme with booties right now. You know, whisper in his ears like let's make love um, when you come upstairs or okay. little things. Practically, we do that a lot. You whisper in my ear a lot. I'll whisper in your ear a lot. And it's either just like, I love you or you look super sexy or it'll be inappropriate. No, things babe, that I it's can't usually say. for you. Like when you I whisper in your ear, it's very inappropriate. But when you whisper in my ear, it's not inappropriate. It's not inappropriate for us. It'd be inappropriate for me to say on this podcast. But when you whisper in my ear, a lot of times you're like, you want to meet me upstairs? And I'm like, okay, I, so let's I, just stop I right do. there. I think in general, maybe this is, maybe this is not true, but I don't know if a lot of couples are even whispering in each other's ears. And that's what I'm saying. And can I just say whispering, something's whispering in your ears. Ooh, and, look at you getting all And it can either be, you know, too much time apart physically, which then that leads to a lot of other open temptation that you'll right, be more prone which to. brings us back to being faithful always. But that, that whispering and that flirtatious, what it does is it, it, it lures you back into this, this fun, desirable, intimate relationship that you, we all had initially when we first either were dating, right. got married. And over time, sometimes people get married and it's within weeks and months that they're just like, I don't even want to have sex. I'm frustrated. I'm offended. Right. I'm mad. Right. And so, and that's all, that's all communication. Flirt more now. Listen, but the flirtatious. We're more than just partners, Yes, right? and the flirtatiousness will lead you back to um, figuring out how to communicate better. Like well, it just, it, it just leads before towards Before we got married, health. we flirted. That's how you flirt with everyone. Yeah. And I think part of the ways we stay faithful to each other is not flirting with other people. We can talk about that in a sec, but like, well, like whispering each other's ears. I'll say this, like, let's be practical. Like um, couples that are listening, if you're married and you're a married couple and you're kind of feel like you're you, ha- you have to keep the spark alive. Can I say one of the things I think that we do and this, I can just hear my daughter Serenity being like, oh my gosh, we shower together often that's so good it's first of all you don't always have to have sex in the shower uh shower sex is awesome <laughs> but also kind of tricky <laughs> depends on the size of your shower a little slippery oh yeah we've had some small showers <laughs> let me tell you we've gotten creative <laughs> then we've had some showers or like bedrooms okay but somewhere um, there's some girl, women would rather just be under the covers lights off have sex they would never even dream of getting well, in i'm the not shower. saying have sex in the shower shower together Exactly. That is very, if you want to keep things just somewhat flirtatious, and I can even say like very steamy, like no pun intended as a shower steamy. Like that's a great way. Yep. Another way. What are other ways? I would say. Um, Have a bath together. Yeah, We're, that's we're on the water well, Yeah, thing. that's super romantic. Jen, I'll say this. You do this pretty often. And again, this is our experience and different folks. For, but in the privacy of our bedroom or our home, you will flash me. Yep. And that is 
It's very uh, flirtatious. Yeah, you've done it in front of Vic. <laughs> that is not true. Yeah, I mean, you've done it during the podcast. <laughs> you literally You're going to be like, she has a problem. That is the ultimate form of marriage flirtation. It's like you just like, hey. And then I just, you do it back? I have. It doesn't get the same response. No, it doesn't. Gentlemen, it doesn't, it doesn't work it's that way It's actually for more us. for me. Like, I'll be like, what? What are you thinking? I'm like, I didn't really want to see like, that right now. you're like, what is happening? Like, but yeah. Um, well, this is the thing. Can I just say, women, remember, men are visual. And just because you've been married for 5, 15, 20 years, they still like to see all the goodness God gave you. Like, use what you got, no matter what season of life. That way you can live in the moment. Okay, you know what? Make out in the pantry. Yeah. Yeah. If your pantry's too small, make Make out out in the the garage. Yep. We did that the other day. There was something so naughty about it, right? It's like just flirting. Like, we're down in the garage. Anyone could come down at any point. We shut it. And you know, the we kept dry on the door and we made out. The point we're getting to is don't let it be routine. Yes. Don't let it be routine. If if the if sex is always just in your bedroom, in the bed, I mean, can I just say change it up? Just okay, yeah. change it How up. How about this? I love this. Um, have sex routinely, but don't just have routine sex. I love oh, that. Good. Yeah, you like that? That's good. I'm gonna say that again. Okay. Ha- okay. Have <laughs> sex routinely, but routine. don't just have routine sex <laughs> and what i mean by that in married life like it's so like you said it's so easy just like here's how we have sex this is the time of day we have sex mm-hmm. we have sex on thursdays mm-hmm. at five and before. then you throw in having little babies and then you yeah, throw yeah, yeah. In and i'm, I'm down for scheduling that yeah. but don't just have routine sex switch it up um you know what i'm saying do it in different places um do it at different times be spontaneous with it um i'd and I, honestly, I don't want to. I don't want to keep talking about sex, you know, because I'm, I'm. I keep. I keep seeing my daughter listening to our podcast. I think we need to keep talking about sex. I no, like but this I'm topic. just saying, like, do what it. We once, when we were, I've been married for like five years. We bought a book. It was stick figures, and it was called the Playbook: 365 Days a Year. Some of it was inappropriate, and, and but it was stick figures. They were black and white. Yeah, yeah. There but was, some of it, like, kind of like. But anyways, yeah. it's like different positions and stuff like that. And some of you think that's bad. I'm not into Kama Sutra, like the pictures, and I'm not into pornography. So that's what I'm talking about. These were clearly stick figures, and we would be like, "Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this." And you might say that's kinky. I just think we're having, we're not doing routine things. Yeah, yeah. We're married. We're not in prison. Marriage isn't a prison sentence. It yes, is. It can that. actually be paradise where we get to live together, but we have to work at it. So we have to flirt more now. Babe, I think on top of that, committing to the long game is be faithful always. How? In a world that glorifies affairs, mm-hmm. um, forbidden fruit is like, people say it's the most delicious. There's always the alert. Maybe it's human nature for all of us to so like, to do something wrong, to step out on our partner, um, to cheat on our spouse. There's like the naughtiness of it. It's like it introduces like what like danger and risk again. And, you know, which I think all of us are looking for. And if you're not finding that in your relationship, if you're not flirting more now, if you're not being, if you're not breaking routines and being spontaneous, then you kind of maybe stress makes us go. I don't know what it is. There's a lot of different things. How? What are some of the ways you would say that we? have remained faithful or 23 years into it. I've been faithful to you. You've been faithful to me, correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. I don't know if that would come out live on the podcast. Um, <laughs> like, um, I need good or- Billy, right. we, I need to talk to you. <laughs> um, first of all, I'll start off one of the ways we were, was we, as much as we flirt with each other, we do not flirt with anyone else. We don't even entertain yeah. flirtation. 
Um, you have to deal with it more than I do. That's for sure. <laughs> the amount of dudes that are trying to flirt with you on the regular is very much more than the women that are trying to flirt with me. No. Uh, I can't remember the last time a woman tried to flirt. But here's what women will do with me. Like, they'll try and talk to me. I happen to be a pastor and a leader in the community, so they'll want to confide in me. And I've been extremely, extremely careful, transparent, open. I have no problem being like, hey, this is my wife. Let me like I, many mm-hmm. times I will just kind of bring you into the conversation. Oh, well, I'll always bring you into the conversation. Totally. Sometimes I'll just kind of like turn the conversation over to you. Like, hey, you know what? Let my wife talk. Um, how so we don't flirt with other people. We've set up a lot of kind of a lot of boundaries. Really I think have. when we first early on in the years, we we had simple conversations around like, you know, if if we have a work appointment, you know, will we do work, you know, lunches, coffees with the opposite sex? And for us, it was a conviction that that wouldn't be something we would do. And when that when that was a need for a business, you know, meeting or something and it, there was nothing we could get around. We always over communicated like, hey, I'm, I'm going into a cafe with so and so I've got to meet, you know, with you know, another man or whatever. And so I think we've, from the get-go, have put a lot of just basic practical boundaries into place. And I think the thing that we just got done talking about too is flirting. And when there's a flirtatious relationship in a marriage, there's less of a desire to want the attention from someone else. I believe that a lot of times we can drift in marriage and kind of get lured into inappropriate relationships. It could be just an emotional affair. Over time. Over time is when there's not a regular like uh, conversations with our spouses. There's not regular date nights. There's not regular points of where you're, like you said, a routine where you can have intimacy, where there's making time and carving out time for each other. So I think over time, no one just wakes up one day and goes, oh, I'm going to cheat on my spouse. That doesn't just happen. No, it doesn't. It's it's something that slowly begins to happen in a relationship. If we don't live in the moment. We've already committed to the long game. But we're, you have to live in the moment. I, I One thing I so appreciate about you, babe, is I've watched guys literally come up and flirt with you. And you never entertain it. You shut it down so quick. You keep it so professional. You keep it so clean and pure. Like you just, it's it's flattering to have someone that's clearly trying to flirt with you, right? And you just, you never even play that game. You won't even remotely go down. And I think you just said one thing I thought that was good. You have to talk about talk more to each other. We have talked extensively and we still do like what is okay and what is not okay. Like for instance, for us, and you need to decide this with your, who your, your spouse and maybe you already have, but we're very clear about it. Like it is not okay for me to be in a car with another woman. It is not okay for you to be, um, texting another dude on the regular. You don't like you have business Mm -hmm. things and you're a businesswoman, you're an entrepreneur. We're, Mm -hmm. we're having to, we own a nonprofit and we're, and we're pastors. And so there's all of that to where, we talk with the opposite sex, but you're never, if ever we do have like an ongoing text thing like that, like we include each other. Like totally. when I'm texting a girl that's in our community, a woman who's maybe helping us lead happy birthday, you're in the text. Mm-hmm. It's not just me saying to her happy birthday heart emoji, right? And you're like, well, there's nothing wrong with that. There could be in the future. We just, mm-hmm. we never give room for it. So you're in it too. And I say, we love you. Happy birthday. And it's you and I. You do the same thing. You'll even do it with my brothers. Like, I have three brothers. And you'll be like, love you, Jason. And I'm in the text. You know what I'm saying? Like, thinking about you today. We don't do that. And you're like, why? Just to protect ourselves. For instance, we have another thing. Like, when movie scenes come on. Sex scenes in movies. I have friends that'll... It's just they're they're grown adults, and I get it, and they're they're totally fine with, like, if a movie sex scene comes on, they just kind of let it play in the background. Maybe they look away. Maybe they don't look away. We don't do it. Like, it's just something we've decided. Right. Like, I'm like, 
And you say right or wrong or indifferent. I don't care. But for us, like, I'm not going to watch that. You're not going to watch that. We're going to fast forward it. And if it keeps happening in a movie, we're just going to turn the freaking movie off. You're like, why? Because we have set up boundaries so that our hearts don't wander and our affections don't wane. Yeah. And I think it's served us pretty well, don't you? Yeah. And I think, too, I think there's seasons in marriages where, especially for females, and it's not intentional. I think men tend to get really, you know, engrossed in their work. And you've been really good with this, but I've, I've talked to a lot of friends where their husbands get very preoccupied. They love to conquer. They're career driven, which is so great. And what happens is, is there, there becomes this lack of like, um, attention a wife feels or communication. And I think that's a really, um, kind of a red flag when, for a female, when your heart feels like, I just don't feel like my husband gives me enough tension. I don't feel like I get enough time in communication because we really need that as women. If I can just be honest, like having, a, having my husband look me in the eyes and have like a really great conversation it like is like the most sexiest thing mm. like i'm ready to have sex right after and i think for a lot of marriages when that's not happening on a regular for a female we kind of start drifting and we will open up our heart to other men who will give us attention yeah. and have conversations and i see a lot of even single women who get sucked into relationships and it all started through a text and then before you know it, that text goes on for hours. Before you know it, they're sleeping together. And it and, and they're kind of like, I don't even really care for this person. And it's because there's something in a female's heart where we need this consistent um, you know, attention and um, communication. And within a marriage, we can't stop doing that after we get married. Yeah. It's really, really important. Yeah, and I think not only just a female's heart, I think in the human heart, there's a mm -hmm. need for that. And I think we've we've adapted over the years. Like I, I, I just, when you're talking about how a woman needs talking and like needs to share their emotions and all that, and a dude needs it too, but women more overtly need it. Like, I think they're just more open that they need it. Um, and guys are better at compartmentalizing. Like we're able just to like turn something off or put an emotion away. We really are. I don't, yeah. I think it is the, it's the psyche of a man. We're able to do it. We're different from women like that. Um, but, you know, I listen, I'm thinking of my friends or dudes that are listening to this right now like, oh, my God, we have to sit and talk again. Because there's something real about that for God. Not that he doesn't yeah. love you. Like, even me saying that to you, you'd be like, you don't want to talk to me? I do. We've switched it up. You know what we do now that I love? We go on walks and talk. And for me, mm -hmm. we, used to, we used to do, we always talk on dates. And then during quarantine, we had so much talk time. Like, our dates were reserved for, like, let's not talk about our emotions. Let's just talk about light, fluffy things, you know, because we <laughs> needed that. But what we started doing, and I think it's been really helpful for me, is we go on walks. So we're outside walking, we're enjoying the, the scene, and we're not, and I was like, we're not doing a fitness walk, we're just doing a walk, like we'll go walking. And then it's just a natural time for you to kind of start talking, me to kind of start talking, sometimes we argue a little bit, but then it turns into a good a good conversation, our emotions are heard, We, re, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. switch it up, switch up the way you talk you with each, each other. other. Like, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. give yourselves opportunities. It doesn't always have to be a big sit down come to Jesus moment. It could just be like, we're walking and we're talking. Um, we've been doing fitness more together, which I think has really helped us. Um, I think it's good for, as far as like keeping, it's it's great to work out with each other. It's like right? something you do together. You've got, as a couple, you have to find something you love to do together. And, and it can change over seasons. There's been things where 
I remember sitting down years ago. I'm like, we don't really have a hobby we do together. And you're like, yeah, we do, babe. And I'm like, no, we actually don't. Like you love to go play golf or I like to go work out or, you know, and I think we started realizing. I love it. to play golf. Well, you would go hit to the driving yeah, range yeah, with yeah. the boys or you would play poker. Right. There's all these things that you did. And I was kind of like, ah, I don't really enjoy. And I remember just saying, you know what? Can we just walk more? And that was a couple mm, years yeah. ago. And you were like, you know, yeah, let's do that. Because it was something that we needed to to figure out to do together on a regular. We do fitness and together. We don't do the same routine changer. together, but we're, we're in the same room or we like, we'll go to the park yep. and I'll do my push-ups and pull-ups and you're doing your like million squats and abs. But doing it together, it's kind of like, first of all, it's also a form of flirting, just to be honest, like yep. watching you in your yoga pants. Maybe you watching me hit those push-ups. And you're like, wow, he's breaking and a sweat. Points. I don't know. Like I'm, I, in my mind, I like to think you like that. Um, Sexy. I'm thinking like a dude, right? She's watching um, me. She's like not even um, looking your way. You know, I was just remembering one of the things <laughs> we do. Sound check. I was remembering another thing we do that is very flirtatious as a marriage. Kinda, we don't do it all the time, but sometimes we sleep naked. Yes. Honestly. And there's nothing like waking up the next morning to your your spouse and there's no clothes on them there's just something right if i'm gonna be totally i it's it's sexy there's a sexiness to it and so you're like how do well, it's all these little things that add up okay we've been talking a lot about this can we ask this i love it though and you're being really practical and, and i think people even the shower and and being naked together is is stuff that like we need to keep doing in our marriages okay Committing to the long game, but living in the moment. I think one of the, another thought as we kind of finish this out, we'll probably have to do another podcast on this because I think, and we could, I think this can apply to a lot of things in life, but we're just talking marriage right now. Um, not allowing, so living the long game and committing to the long game, sorry, and living in the moment, not allowing l- little things to become a big deal. And then also on the flip side, living the moment, committing to the long game, doing kind little things that add up to big things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're going to live in the moment, don't let things that are little and are negative, don't let those become so big. And then on the flip side, if we're going to commit, if we're going to commit the long game, do the little kind things for each other that will ultimately equal big. Like I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you do that more or do I do that more? Which one? Less. The bad one or the good one? The bad one. The bad one where we make little little things things big. big. Um, I kind of want to say 50, 50. I think you, the way you asked the question, you think I do it more, which is typical in a marriage, right? I would say we both, we both are aware of it and we try and work at it, but I think we both have our moments. I definitely have my moments where I let something that's little get big. I feel like, you know what? Okay. I'll be a hundred percent honest. I feel like in this season, I'm, I'm more prone to do that. Whereas I would have said in the season we came out of a year ago, you were more prone I, to do I that. I agree that. Yeah. I probably do. And I don't know why I'm emotional. I, you know what I've realized? Okay. Can you stop hitting <laughs> Vic the sound chick? Are you guys teaming up on me here? Um, you know what people like have midlife crisis in their forties. I never had that. And I have a lot of friends in their 40s and 50s and dudes, and they just buy so many toys, which I'm so down with. And I like, <laughs> I think real. better than having toys is having friends who have toys, you know, because I don't have to pay for them or take care of them. But I've never really gone that route. Like I, I haven't, I don't, I haven't bought big expensive toys. I haven't had a midlife crisis, but I do feel like 43, sometimes my emotions, they just kind of, they can consume me. And I, I'm pretty good at it. I'm pretty good at like getting through it, self-talk. You are. I have faith that helps immensely. I have you that helps immensely. You flash at me regularly is awesome. 
right? <laughs> she just did it. <laughs> she Vic, you missed it. You just uh, did it. You know what? And I am living in the moment, <laughs> to be quite honest. It makes me like, want to commit to a long like game because we're living in the moment. I want to keep. I like you to getting you know um, emotional. Yeah, here. doing our best mm-hmm. not to make something that's just little, like a misplaced word, a big deal. That for me is living in the moment. Like, come on, let's just move on. You know, I remember good mentors of ours in our lives, uh, Wendell and Jenny Smith. Um, he used to always say, listen, man, you're going to make up anyways. Stop taking three days to make up. Just make up right now. When he's when talking about your wife, like you get in an I argument. He's like, I realized I'd, we'd take three days to make up. And he's like, you know, what? I'm just going to speed this up. Let's just make up right now because we're going to. And it's like yeah. that to me is living in the moment. Like, don't make it such a big deal. And then on the flip side, doing these little things, they add up kind little things. Nice little things, flirtatious little things with your spouse. You say it's not a big deal. Getting her flowers today. I know a great flower shop, Sweet Serenity, plug. Um, getting her flowers today for no reason. Those are the best kind of flowers. She expects flowers on Mother's Day. She expects That's flowers so on Valentine's Day. She expects a, expects a gift on her birthday and on the anniversary. Those are givens. Just doing it for no reason. I'm telling you, man. You're like, well, and and maybe your relationship is strained. She's like, you're just doing that because you want sex. I don't even care if you're doing that because you want sex. Just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing it. Do the little things, little sticky note that says I love you. Um, a text that's you're sexy. I'm thinking about you today. Have a great day. I don't know. If you're a person of faith, maybe just grabbing each other every once in a while. And dudes, I would encourage you to lean out and say, hey, babe, let me just pray for you real quick. Yeah. You don't have to be super spiritual about that's it. So I'm right. definitely not a super spiritual person, but I'll grab you from time to time. Hey, God, I'm just praying for today for my wife. And you're always like, thank you. I like am. it does something for you. Yeah, it's an aphrodisiac for you. <laughs> thank um, you. I should do it more often. But then I feel like I'd be using God as a tool to you get can, to you. Babe. Yeah. you can um, use him. Anything you'd add to that, babe? Like, is that true? Like, no, I love that. And I, you do a lot of those little things. Like, so do you. I'm not you, just saying, yeah. You, um, are you full of laundry? There's so many things that you do that are like, oh my gosh, that's just, a, you know, such kindness and thinking. Um, I agree 100%. And I, I um, would say that our words, like you said, kindness and what we say, encouraging one another. Um, I think the people, marriages I've been attracted to the most, the one thing that I have in common is that they constantly um, speak well of each other when when they're with each other, when they're not with each other, That's and they're and point, they're kind. Yeah. They're kind towards each other. They're they don't they're not harsh. They're not quick to get angry. They're 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 gracious in their their in their words. And I just think, gosh, that is kind of the bedrock to a great marriage is just being kind and being, you know, gracious and and just using your words to build, not tear down. And Especially we're so, in front it's of so others. easy to to be sharp, to be quick, to be, you know, dismissive with our words. And, and I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. And, and I think as I get older, um, probably some of my regrets was that I wasn't kinder, you know, when I needed to be and moving into my forties. And I want to be more of a kind person just in general. So I think what you said is so spot on and so good. I agree with that, man. What we say is a big deal. Um, let me say this. And that's sexy kindness in marriage creates a sexy atmosphere like there's nothing like you being kind and sweet i am ready to jump your bones later like it's just <laughs> it's real and and it's so healthy for marriages <laughs> Vic, the sound chick is like so can we stop this already yeah so, i just feel the podcast world like cringing <laughs> um sorry not sorry um i think speaking of the long game it can be difficult and it can be hard right mm-hmm. but if we keep going will be stronger. And I think that's what we're saying in marriage is like the long game. 
We ha- if you can keep going, you'll be stronger. And then living the moment means, and also we rest and laugh together, right? Yes. Like we have yes. to do that. So it's one thing, like some people are like, it's not going to always be easy. Can I just say this? It's not supposed to be easy. That's what makes us better. I'm actually a better, do you hear that? Capone, the dog is losing his mind. Vic the sound chick, is that your job to take care of the dog? <laughs> I just threw a pillow at him for all of you. He's so sweet. He's just barking at a bird. Do it again, dog. See what happens. Um, He interrupted my thought. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, What was I saying? The long game. It's not supposed to be easy all the time. Mm -hmm. In fact, the difficult things in our marriages make us stronger. We would not be as strong as we are today if we hadn't gone through hard things. So if you're tired and it's hard, can I just say... Keep going. That's right. Don't don't just cash it in. That's Keep right. going because it right. makes us stronger. On the same thing, rest in the moment. Yes. Like take the moments to be with each other, to enjoy the small things. That's what keeps us. So take time to, I don't know. One of the ways I think we rest is we cancel things. Like go ahead and be late to your meeting because you decided to have sex in the bathroom. It'll make us 15 minutes late. That'd be awesome. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Anyways, I love it, and and I, I we've got to do we've got to do thought. part two because we're just barely touching on the long game because there's so much there. Well, I think we could talk about it when it comes to leadership and parenting. Yeah, and, there's and so much there, yeah. and it's so good. And I would just say this: like there are tough moments, and we've said this before. I'm going to say it again: if you're going through a tough season in your marriage, do the hard stuff. Go get counseling. Find a friend. Get someone that can help you and encourage you. Yeah. So, babe, so, such a good conversation, and I we agree. could probably talk about this for another yeah. hour. Keep going. If it's hard right now, but also take a moment to rest. I think you can do both and, and that's what we're saying. So cheers. Thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. Cheers, babe. Catch you next time. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Cheers.